Today's daf is Sota Daf Tesvav. Today's shir is sponsored by Elisha uh, Graf. The zchus he refur shleima from Malka Esther Bas Tzipora. She should have a refur shleima. The zchus of our learning should aid in that uh, refur shleima. Uh, today we're going to learn more about the Karban uh, Mincha we were discussing yesterday by comparing the Mishnah in the beginning of the parak compared the Karban Mincha or contrasted the Karban Mincha of the Sota with the regular Karban Mincha. So we had a whole brisa about the process and the procedure of a Karban Mincha. So we're going to continue to explain all of the details of the of that brisa and explain what the source is for each step in the procedure of a Karban Mincha. Then the Gemara is going to explain why it is that a Minchas Chote doesn't have Shemenu Levona and why a Chatas Chelev doesn't have Nesachim. Meaning you would think that those, uh, those Karbanos that are bought for a person doing an Avera would have to be very expensive. Let the person get a Kapara by charging them a lot of money. But yet we leave out some of the most expensive ingredients when it comes to these Karbanos. So the Gemara is going to explain why that's the case. On Ahmed Beis we're going to have a Mishnah that's going to start describing how we gather, how we prepare the water that we're going to mix together with the Shem Hashem ultimately for the for the Sota to drink. So we're going to discuss just the preparation of the water and, uh, and, and the Gemara is going to go into great detail about the Kli that's used to hold that water, the, that uh, what the requirements are for such a Kli. So we left off yesterday toward the bottom of Yud Dalid Amud Beis and we are up to um, where are we up to? We're up to the Umasalik. Okay, Masalik is Levanasalitsad Echad. About six lines before the end of the page. Umasalik is Levanasalitsad Echad. That before you take the Kamitsa, you move the Levona off to one side so that in the Kamitsa that you take, in the three fingers full that you take, you're not going to get any Levona. You don't want it to be part of the Kamitsa. Because if a person takes a Kamitsa and along with the Kamitsa, he uh, uh, he grabs a rock or a salt or something of Lavona, it's going to be puzzle. It has to be pure flour and oil that he's taking as part of his kamitza. He shouldn't have other things mixed in. So we need to move the Lavona out of the way. The And we take we, the kamitza from an area that's very oily, meaning even though the Karmincha typically has a, uh, an amount of oil and flour that's mixed together, and we do what's called Belila Lechachila, we're supposed to try to mix it together, but there are going to be certain sections that maybe are a little more saturated with oil than others, even after doing a Belila, even after properly mixing it together. So we go to the area where it has a lot of oil, Minal, and how do we know that this din is true, that the coin has to be Komitz and Maktir specifically from the part that's really mixed with a lot of oil, because the Pasuk says, Misalta umishamna, and then it says, Migirsha umishamna. So the Torah says to take from the Shaman together with the Sola. So you see that the that you have to be Makmid on taking from the Shaman. So also the, the Belila is not Ma'akiv, so if you didn't do a very strong Belila, there could be parts of it that are, that are dry, that's dry flour that has no oil. So you have to make sure that you take from the part of the flour that actually is moistened by the oil. So, uh, uh, that's the drasha. We then take, uh, t- we put it into klishares and we're makadishit in a klishares, meaning the comets that we've just taken from the karmincha were makadishit in a klishares. Lamely, hakitcha Why is it necessary to be makadish in klishares again? Weren't we already makadish the entire karmincha when we put it into the klishares originally, and the comets was included in the entire carbon mincha. Now we're taking out one small section, the, the comets 
from the larger carbon mincha, why is it necessary to be Mekadish again? It's just like we find by blood of carbonos that's Nizrak on the Mizbech. Even though the knife was already Makdish the dam by, by when you shechted it by the neck of the Behemah, nevertheless, had Makdish the Still, Mekadish in the Klisharis, when we do Kabbalah Sadam in the Klisharis, before the Zrika. So, Achanami Loshna, same should be over here by the comments Mincha, even though it's already in Iskadesh, uh, when it, together with the rest of the Mincha, we're Makadish the comments again after we separate it from the rest of the carbon Mincha in another Klisharis before we makter it on the, uh, the Mizbeach. So it's, uh, it's, it has a parallel to, uh, to Dam. So the Pashtus, the Gemara sounds like Shechita requires a Klisharis, that the Shechita knife has to be a Klisharis. And that's what the Gemara is uh, trying to be potion over here, that you have a double Kedusha of the Dam. But that, in fact, is a Machlokas Rishonim, whether Shechita requires a Klisharis. The Shita of Rabbeinu Ephraim is called in Tosos and Zvachim on Daf Mem Zayin and in Chulin uh, as, as well. Tosos calls him Sech Chulin as well. The, the, uh, the Shita of Rabbeinu Ephraim is that Shechita, even though it does require a Kli, does not require a Kli Sharis. The knife for Shechita could even be a Kli of Chulin. And he has some very compelling Rayas, four Rayas. Number one, he says, Gemar and Zvachim on Daf Andaf Mem Zayin over there, Mem Zayin Amralv, that's a Mishnais that we're very familiar with. Ezum Mekomen Shal Zvachim. So, Kadshe Kadshim Shchitasam Batsafon. Kibbal Damen Bukhishares Batsafon. So, the Mishnah talks about that Kabbalah requires Klishares, but leaves out Shchita requiring a Klishares. It doesn't say anything about the Sakan of Shchita. So, even though the Mishnais seem to be giving the details of the requirements that you have, for the kalim used in the process, it just mentions shechita without mentioning anything special about the kli used for shechita. But the kabbalah, oh, kabbalah, so be klisharis, but safon. So that has to be klisharis. So you see clearly, it seems, and it's at least mashma, that the sakin does not need to be klisharis. Another rayatos quotes, and this is where the tos appears in Chul and Dav Gimel Amralif, that a tummy mace that shechts, the shechita is kosher. So the Gemara says, how is he allowed to shecht? Ay, he's going to be metami the knife, the knife is going to be metami the carbon. So the Gemara says, no, he shechts the chromus shalkana, which is pshute kliates, and is not makabel tuma. So even though he's tame, he's not going to be metame the knife. Yeah, but you're not allowed to make klesharis out of eights. So if this shechita knife has to be klesharis, how are you solving the problem by saying he's using a wooden knife? He's using a chromus shalkana, which has a din of, of, of pshute kliates, but lechara, that shouldn't be good if you need to have a klesharis. So it's going to solve the tuma problem, but it's going to bring up a new problem with the avodas hakarban. Another raya he has is from Psachim Dafsam the Gemara over there says, maybe sakino beso. By shechting the carbon Pesach, an Arab Pesach, it was extremely busy in the base of Migdash. Everyone had to bring carbon, all Klalisol had to bring carbon Pesach. Where do they have shechita knives in the base of Migdash for everybody? So everyone, kalechon, maybe sakino mitoch beso. Everyone would bring a knife from their house. People have klisharis lying around their houses? Hopefully not. So what's going on? So it must be that it's not a klisharis. That's a fairly compelling raya as well. And then he brings a raya from a Tosefta Masechus Menachos. Where it says Chomer bekmitza mi b'shchita shakmitza to unakli v'shchita eina to unakli that one of the chumras of kmitza over shchita is that kmitza requires a kli shchita doesn't now it can't mean that shchita doesn't require a kli because we learn from the Ola that all karbanos require shchita bekli you certainly need a kli for shchita what does it mean that it's eina to unakli must mean that it's eina to unakli shari so that is the shita of Rabbi Ephraim the Tosos Harash however holds that shchita requires 
a sakin that's a klisha race, and that's Shita's Rashi as well, that the sakin has to be a klisha race, the, the, the Bryce tells us, Kol HaKelem Shosa Moshe, Mishichasen Mikadashtan, Mikan Ve'elech Avodasen Mechan Chasen, and Tosa Rosh brings a riot from our Gemara, that, uh, that, it, that it needs to be the Klisharis, because we're saying that you're Makadish, the Dam, with the Kli, that you do the Shechita on. So it sounds from our Gemara that it does need to be a Klisharis. The other riot they bring is from Ve'yishlach Avraham Es Yoda Ve'yikach HaSamachelas, that when we talk about the Kedas uh, Yitzchak, that the, we learn from there that Shechita's Ola is to and from Ola Vidash and all the other Karbanas. So, what does it mean, Tuna Kli? Probably means that it's Tuna Kli Shares. Then there's the third Shita, the Shita Saramam. The Ramam Shita in Maisar Karbanas Paragdalid is that. Uh, you need lechadchila should have a klishares, but if you shacht with anything else, it's uh, it's still going to be kosher. Afilu bekrom shalkana is kosher. So the Ram says no conflicting sources. Half the sources say you need a klishares, or three quarters of the sources say you need a klishares because you do lechadchila. And those that say that you don't need a klishares are saying bidi it would be kosher without a klishares. So uh, so on erev pesach when they had to uh, when when they had to when they had to bring so many knives. So it was a bit of a situation. It was a shasat chak. Shasat chak had the avadami. Some people had to bring knives from their homes because they didn't have enough clay shares to go around for everybody. Okay, says the Gemara further now. Um, then they take some of the levona from the original mincha and they put it on top of the kmitzah. And then they would bring it up in a kli, in, and burn it in a klishares. Would they actually burn it in a klishares? Is that true? You don't burn it in a klishares. You empty it from the klishares and burn it directly. No, it should say they bring it up in the klishares to be makterit, but they're not actually makterit in a klishares. And then they salt the carbon milcha and they put it on the fire. That the requirement of salting is a requirement, as we mentioned, for carbon milcha as well. Once they bring the comets, now after you remark of the comets on the Mizbeach, then you can eat the rest of the carbon milcha that was left behind in the original Kli. Minalan, where do we know this? From the Ksiv, Iktir Karasa. Uksiv, after it says that the Kohen is maktir, the uh, the Komet, it then says that the Noseres Mina Mincha is La'arun Levanov, that the rest of the Karav Mincha can get eaten by the Kohanim. Karav HaKometz, what does it mean that you're Karav HaKometz? How, how much of the process of the burning of the Kmitza has to be done in order to be matir eating the Shirayim? So the Markidi Islay, or the Markidi Islay, two different Shitos. At what point is the Kometz matir the Shirayim Ba'achila? At what point can you be, uh, can you eat the Shirayim of the Kmitza? As soon as it catches on fire, as soon as some fire catches onto it. Rabbi Yochanomer, Mishetitsa or Berubo. No, not as soon as some fire catches onto the Kmitza. You need the majority of the Kmitza to be consumed by the fire in order for uh, for the Shirayim to become Mutar. I can't imagine it takes that long to the majority. It's a Kmitza. It's, it's uh, three fingers full of, uh, of of flour and oil, but the, the, uh, the but that's the, the Machlokas, exactly when the Shirayim becomes Mutar. So, Lechora, uh, the sheet of Rabbi Yochanan is a little bit difficult to understand. The Achronim point out because if you're going to say that that shlitas ha'or b'mitzas is enough, that you just need a little bit of fire to catch on to even part of it, so then even the tiniest amount of, of, 
of it being consumed should be enough. And if you say that no, you need the whole thing uh, to, to be to be burned, so then you should need the whole thing. Uh, that, that you should require rov. It's difficult to say over here to apply rubo kikulo in this uh, this context. So the Sefer Torah Sekno suggests that in the Gemara Menachos says Amalei Rav Yudah the Rabbah Bar Rav Yitzchak the Gemara Menachos Chavav and Beis Azbroch Taimed Rav Yochanan says that uh, the explanation for Rav Yochanan is as follows Amar Kravi Ne Ala Kitar Aris Kikitar Kivshan Ein Kivshan Malikitar Ashatatzis Or Berubo that it has to be like a Kitar Kivshan like the smoke of a Kivshan a Kivshan only begins to smoke once most of its contents are 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 being uh, are being burnt by the fire so Rashi says by the Komet it also says Vehiktir so that's why it's telling us that 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 really Miktas would be like Kulo but there's a different din that it needs to be Malikitar that it needs to be Malashan that you need smoke coming out of it and that only happens once you have Rubo. That's a drasha that only happens when you have rubos. So in terms of the actual chetz of shiare hamincha, so what's called that it's being burnt, even if mikzasa is being burnt. But there's a second requirement, not just that it's being burnt, but that it's malakitar. So that only happens later on in the process. And we said the kohanim are allowed to uh, to spice it up a little bit and make the carbon mincha, the shiare mincha, taste delicious. They could add uh, wine and oil and honey. My time, that we have a special drasha that it should dafka be eaten that the way kings eat that it's supposed to be eaten in a very dignified way that it says by all the matanos kuna it says lemashcha by truma we don't find that you need achilu begedula kederek shamalachem ochlin so he says why is it why is it by truma we don't have the same requirement that it should be eaten begedula bederek gedula so Tulsa says shemalo shayech gedula that maybe we only find this notion of eating it in a super dignified way by basar. We don't find it by anything else. So the Achronim points out that Lechora is against our Gemara. Because our Gemara is talking about a carbon mincha. Carbon mincha is not meat. It's flour, it's oil. And yet we're still saying Lemashcha Legedula, that, we, uh, that we're eating it in a Gedula kind of way. So the Minchas Chareva suggests to answer that what Tosos means when he says only by basar, there's, uh, it's, it's eaten by Gedula, is that only only by Basar is there a Chiyuv to eat Kedarach Shamalachim Ochlim. But by Truma, there's no Chiyuv to eat Kedarach Shamalachim Ochlim. Over here, we're not learning about a Chiyuv. Over here, we're saying Rashain, that the Kohanim are permitted, that they're allowed to spice it up, they're allowed to add oil and wine and flour, but not that they're Mechiyuv to do so. So that could be Pshad and Tosos. Tosos is saying that we only find it by Basar, we only find that it's a Chiyuv by Basar. But in a Chirami, by other types of foods, it could be that it's a, that it's a Roshos, that it's permissible to do, it's simply not an obligation. And you're also, the only thing that they're not allowed to do is they're not allowed to make it chametz. They're allowed to add wine, flour, oil, but they're not allowed to make it chametz because there's an issue to make the carbon chametz. Even the chalik that they get to keep and eat, even the non kamitza part of it, the shirayim, they're not allowed to make chametz. So he said all other carbonous mincha requires shemen and levona, but the mincha sota does not. The kolmenachos to shemen levona is that true? Every carbon mincha requires shemen levona. Vayikam mincha schote derachmana amar lo yasam ala shemen voyitan ala levona. It's explicit about a mincha schote that it doesn't require shemen levona. Zachikar kolmenachos to shemen levona uba osmenachitin uba osolos 
all of the Kabbalas Mincha have these, uh, f- all of these qualities. It requires Shemin and Levona, and is brought from wheat flour, and is of the finest flour, Mincha but a Mincha is different because Afal Levona, even though it does not require Shemin and Levona, still has some of those qualities that it's brought from wheat flour and from Solas, Mincha Saomer, and the Mincha Saomer also has some of the qualities, not all of them. Afal Minasarin, it doesn't come from Chitin, it comes from Saorin, but still. It's uh, brought from Shem Levona and it's brought in a coarse uh, form. The I'm sorry, it's brought in a fine, finely sifted form. What makes this mincha so unique is that in all of these ways it's different than a regular carbon mincha. So you're right, a mincha saomer is partially different than a regular carbon mincha, and mincha schote is partially different than a regular carbon mincha, but over here, mincha schote is entirely different. No shaman, no levona. It comes from barley and it's ba kemach. It means it hasn't been sifted so well. Really, it would have made sense that the minchas chote rather should require shem levona because the guy who sinned should not benefit from his sin. So we shouldn't make his carbon cheaper. He should have to spend money and get shem levona. So why is it that taka doesn't require shem levona? Because we don't want him to have a nice fancy carbon. And really, it would have made sense that a chatas chelav, person eats chelav, brings karm chatas, that it should require nesachim because let him spend some money, let him uh, let him lose a little bit when he brings his karban. So why taka doesn't not require nesachim? We don't want his karban to be uh, to be a muhudar karban. We don't want him to have a, kar- a beautiful karban. But a chatas of mitzorah and of Mitzorah, of a person who has Tzaras, that does require Nesachim because it's not Baal Chet, so we don't want it to be downgraded to an ugly carbon. We want it to be a Muhutar carbon because it has nothing to do with an Aver. And the Sefer Milcha Chareva raises the question, how does the Gemara know that the second Svar is better than the first Svar? Meaning the Gemara says, really, Misvara, we would say, it should require all these Nesachim, it should require uh, Shemin Ulevona because we want the guy to lose money. So that's a Svara, a Svara that we want him to lose money. No, but we don't do it because uh, we, we don't want his carbon to be nice. That's also svara. We don't want his carbon to be nice. So it shouldn't be that he should have a nice carbon. Who says the second svara is any better than the, uh, than the first svara? So, uh, so the, meaning we, we, we make a knas for a chote all the time. Over here we're not going to make a knas because his carbon is going to be too nice. So he suggests that uh, what Rabbi Shimon is trying to say is that it's not just stam that his carbon is not going to be muhudar. So what? His carbon is not muhudar. So what is that he's going to be embarrassed. It's humiliating that his carbon is not, not muhudar. It's a tremendous busha. He's going to bring this carbon. Everyone sees that he's bringing a carbon that's not muhudar. They realize that something's wrong, and that causes him a great deal of busha. Busha is something that is uh, that, that people are willing to pay a great deal of money not to suffer uh, not to suffer busha. So what? The couple of dollars that it costs for Shem Levo, he'd much prefer to spend those couple of dollars. So it's uh, it's not, not a chote niskar. The net loss is clearly greater because of the significant impact that Bush has. It's the second time we read here in this Masechta about Busha. Halbanas Pnei Chaver Barabim we discussed on Daf Yud. I think in Tuesday night's year is going to be about Halbanas Pnei Chaver Barabim. So that's a Busha's attack 
terrible, uh, terrible thing to suffer, and that's why it's clearly considered to be a net loss. But anyway, says the Gemara over here, wait a second, we just said that the carbon of a requires Nesachim because it's not Baal Chet. People don't get saras because they're doing mitzvahs. They get saras for doing bad things. So how can you say it's in a baal chait? What do you get saras for? You speak lashonara and other averos. So what do you mean? So how can you say that it's not baal chait? So uh, the minchasota just points out over here. What, what are we asking a stira? We're asking a stira that uh, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani is, uh, is is going against Rabbi Yonasan. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani and Rabbi Yonasan is going against Rabbi Shimon. So the, why aren't they allowed to argue? How's that? It's gavra gavra karamis, meaning uh, you could have. Uh, it's 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 a stira. It's, it's not a stira. It could be that it's simply a machlokas. So so it could be that even without Rav Shmuel Nachmani, we could have asked this kasha anyway. That saras is baal chet because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is law of adina lo daina. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is 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 gonna is gonna give someone an ailment if he deserves to have it. Of course it's baal chet. So it's you can't say ah. You'll say no. Who says every time someone gets sick, you say, oh good, you're a sinner? No, a lot of, a lot of times we have what's called Yisurin Shal Ava. So the Gemara Brachas, Tafayim Ralef says, yeah, a lot of times someone suffers, you could assume it's, you, you, you can uh, you, you not necessarily assume, but it's possible at least that it's Yisurin Shal Ava. There are only a couple of places where we know that it's not Yisurin Shal Ava, and one of them is Negayim. So if Negayim is not Yisurin Shal Ava, what's the alternative? The alternative is that it's Baal Chait, whatever the Avera is. It just happens to be Rabbi Yonasan, Rabbi Shuman Rabbi Yonasan, identified what that chait might be. Okay, so he identified what they are. And so it's easier to ask from a more specific statement. But the kasha would have been a kasha anyway. So again, the Gemara just said that, uh, that the Asham of Mitzorah, Chatos and Asham of Mitzorah, required Nesachim because it's not Baal Chait. So Frank the Gemara, what do you mean it's not Baal Chait? Of course it's Baal Chait. Someone has Saras, it's because he sinned. So answers Gemara, he, he, he already had Kapar from his Nega, he might see Karban the carbon is just matirim to eat to eat kachim. Meaning, from the nega itself, he had kapara. The kapara for his chait was in suffering through having a nega tzaras. The carbon is not his kapara. The carbon is just what's matirim to eat kachim going going forward. Elamayata asks the Gemara if that's the case. Chatas Nazir teitun in the sachem fishein abal chait. Chatas Nazir should require in the sachem because uh, Nazir didn't sin. It's not coming for uh, for any sort of avera. Says the Gemara, sure it is. We just learned Masechus Nazir. Some of the Reb Lazar Kapar. We had the sheet of Reb Lazar Kapar several times. The Amar Nazir Nami Chotehu, who says that a Nazir is also a Chotei. Tells us over here is a long discussion. Is every Nazir a Chotei? Is it only a Nazir Tame that's a Chotei? We had that discussion several times in Masechus Nazir. Is it only a Nazir that couldn't make it? He thought he was going to be able to make it all the way, but then he became Tame and he had to bring Kabbalah and had to start again. So because he was Nikshal, we call him a Chotei? Or maybe not. On a certain level, every Nazir is a Chotei because he is depriving himself of Hanah Salamazak. Rosh wants to give him all this Hanah and he's depriving himself of it. So maybe every Nazir on some level is a Chotei. Rem Gamliel, Omer Keshem. So Rem Gamliel had said a Drasha at the end of our Mishnah. He said that just like Maaseh, Maisa Behemah, that just like the sota acted like an animal in her behavior, so to her carbon is a meichel behema. Her carbon is animal food. That's why it's barley and not wheat. 
Tanya, said to the Chum, that they left me room to make a, a, a drasha. So I'm going to really good uh, that as follows. He had heard that Reb Meir had said he had heard an alternative drasha. He had heard that uh, that that the reason that we give her that her carbon is a meichel behema, the reason her carbon is such is saorim and achitim is because she sinned by indulging herself and by eating the the finest foods and taking care of herself, and that's what led her down this path to sin. So since indulgence is what led her down this path to sin, we bring the lowest and crassest of foods to uh, for her to for her to bring her carbon from. So Ramiel didn't like that because he said that works very well if the sota happened to have been in Ashira where she was able to indulge herself. So then you could trace the path of indulgence to indulging herself physically in this way. But But if she was poor, poor women sometimes do things like this also. And it wasn't because of indulgence, it was because whatever, it was something else, some other sin. So says So that's where Gamil comes along and he says, no, the real drasha must be that it's not about indulgence, but it's about just that she acted like an animal. So if someone acts like an animal, so the carbon is going to be Michael uh, Behema. The kasha that he says, so he addresses it by saying that it's a different drasha. So the Achrona point out that he gave a reason why the, the carbon is a Michael Behema. But Rameir quotes a lot of other things also that are Mita connected Mita. That he parcelo sudrin noin al Rosha, so we're notal kipa meal Rosha. That she had these nice cloths that she wore in her head, so we take the kipa meal Rosha. He chagrelo bitzil tzulafiha koin, maybe chevel mitzri. She adorned her body in a certain way, so we take this chevel mitzri, this, this uh, horrible looking rope to hold her clothing up. He ish kaseu yayin meshubach bekosos meshubachim, so the koin is mashkem mayim amarim that she had wine, she was giving him wine in the nicest kosos, so we have water in this ugly little piece of cheres. Uh, so what, what about there? And we'll only ask on, on, on the, the one thing about indulging in food. What about all these other all these other meetings? Does he have an alternative Joshua for all of these also? So in the Sefer Yagel Yaakov, he suggests that all the other things are shaykh by an aniyah as well. Sudrim and Siltzel, she could have borrowed from someone else. Uh, wine is not so expensive, so it could be that she, uh, she, she, she was able to afford that. But difficult to understand. What, what do you mean? Wine is not so expensive, but wheat is more expensive. Wine, you know, when, whenever you're buying food, it's expensive. I mean, you say she borrowed all these things. So he says another possible suggestion that maybe it's only by the shinoi of the mincha from other menachos that we're really bothered by. But all these other things are, are totally unique to Sota. It's not that it's why is this so unusual, meaning looking, com- w- 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 there's a basis for comparison to all other carbonos. So we say, well, why is this so? unusual that the Sota has Sa'orim and Nachitim. But all these other things are totally unique to Sota. So you're not going to ask any kashas like this, Hatenach Ashira Meimer, because it's, uh, there's, there's no reason for it to be otherwise. But by, by the Mincha, there is a reason for it, for it to be otherwise. Um, the other problem over here is Lishmoli Mudim points out that we say, that's the Drasha. 
how do we know her maaser was maaser behema? Maybe she's innocent. We we don't know yet. The whole point is she's sort of suffolk. If she was sort of vaday, then her maaser was maaser behema. So he says based on the gemara and maseches brachas tafkin zaynam lal. The gemara and brachas goes through if you see different things in your dream, what the significance of it is, what it means. So it says over there haros saorim bechalom saru avonosav that if a person sees saorim bechalom, it means his averos are gone. It means saru avonosav. So he's saying no, we understand what these symbolism of Sa'orim would be if she's innocent. We're trying to give the symbolism of what Sa'orim is if she's guilty. So we have it both ways. In Achinami, Ma'asa, Behema covers if she's guilty. So that's the symbolism of Sa'orim if she's guilty. Symbolism of Sa'orim if she's innocent, well that's obvious. Uh, that's exactly what the Gemara and Brachos says when you see Sa'orim in a dream. Meshachachma says more of the Pashtas that she doesn't uh, end up drinking the Meisota because she's been doing mitzvahs of Meisim Tov, meaning she, she ends up drinking the Meisota because Razum said you, you, there's suspicious activity with this fellow, I don't want you to hang out with him. And then she went. She had yichud. That's meisa behema. It doesn't have to be that she was actually uh, that she was actually nitmes to the person in order for for us to label her behavior as a behavior of meisa behema. It's already not good that she that she went and had stira with a guy after her husband was mekanehir. So that's why maybe we call it meisa behema. Okay, new Mishnah now. The Mishnah is going to discuss how we gather the water uh, for the Mesota. So you may be pili shel cheres. We take a kli, uh, a kos, a cup of cheres, and we fill it with a half a lug of water from the kiar. Rabbi Yudah Amar Raviyas. Rabbi Yudah says, no, we fill it with a revius of water from the kiar. We're going to see soon in an upcoming Mishnah that Rabbi Yudah holds that you have uh, that the that the the, the Parsha that they erase is a much shorter parsha, much shorter words than other shitos. So just like Rabbi Yudha says, there's less uh, ingredients in the mixture in terms of the writing that you put in. He also has less water that it's only revias, not a chatzilog of uh, of water. What is this word? Pili, pili shelcheres. So Rashi says, just helps us translate over here. Kos shalmayim, that it's a cup of water. So the Bartanur just raises a simple uh, point. I'm sorry, the Bartanur just points out that it's a lashon yivani, that this is a Greek word for a kos. So in the Sefer Kerem Neta, he says, uh, why would we use the Greek word? Mishnah is all written in Hebrew. And Dafka over here, we're going to use the Greek word for kos? What's, what's wrong with saying kos? So he suggests, based on the Gemara Megillah, Daftas and Beis, that the Torah is allowed to be written by lashon yivanis, because yafta l'kim liyafes v'yishkon ba'alei shem. Why is the Torah allowed to be written in Greek? Why was yafes zoche to this uh, yofi, to this beautiful language that even the Torah is allowed to be written in it? Because he was lo ra'a ervas aviv. Because he was careful about erva-related items. So dafka, when we talk about the sota, so we're, uh, we, we highlight the uh, the yafta l'kim liyafes, that if someone's more careful about erva, then, uh, then, then, uh, then, then you wouldn't end up in this position. And then he suggests that the, the, the shear of a normal coast is a revius. Over here the Tanakhama holds that it's a chatz Look, which is a kos kafel, so that's why it changes the lashon to let us know it's not a stam kos, it's a pili, and it could be that's what the Gemara Makos says. That how do we know that the ritzua that they would use to give some malkus? The Gemara at the end of Makos Nafchav Gimel talks about the what they would make the strap out of and how they would make it, uh, you know, how, 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 all the details of the of the uh, whip that they would give malkus with. So it says minayin the ritzua shi mechupelas shenem ravi pilo. That how do I know mechupelas vi pilo? So pili is a lashon of mechupal of doubled over of being doubled. So the Gemara says it's a lashon of kefel. So uh, so over here also since it's double the shear of a normal coast according to the Tanakama. Tanakama holds uh, Rabbi Yudah uh, holds Rabbi Yudah holds Rabbi Yudah holds Chatzilog. So maybe that's why we call it 
Pili. And then the third possibility is Rosh says Kosh Mayim, because it could be that this is a coast that's such a low uh, grade coast that it couldn't it couldn't be used for Yayin. So we're trying to show that uh, that because she drank she she gave him Yayin and Kosos Meshubachim, so we're give, we're her carbon is uh, done with uh, with Klecheres. Uh, so that's why uh, and, and that can only handle Mayim. Nichnas Hechel. Anyway, you go into the Hechel. Panuli Mino, and he turns to the right. And there was an Amma by an Amma area over there. Tablish al Shayish that had a marble uh, um, uh, tile. And there was a ring in the tile to be able to lift it up. So you could lift it up and then take the dirt from underneath it. And you put some dirt in this water so you see dirt floating on the top of the water. Says in Pasuk that that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take from the uh, dirt of the Mishkan and uh, and put it on the in the water that you're going to use for the uh, for the Mesota. Tana Pili Shel Cheres Chadasha Diver Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel holds the coast that you're going to put the water in has to be a brand new Klicheres. My time is Rabbi Shmuel. Where does he get the idea that it's got to be new? Gamar Kli Kli Mitzora. He derives it from Mitzora. Malalan Cheres Chadasha Afkan Cheres Chadasha. Just like the Kli that's used in the process of the Mitzorah also has to be brand new. So here also it has to be uh, brand new. The Pasuk says by the Mitzorah, achas el klicheres, that you, you, you shech the tzipor uh, in, and, and the blood goes into a klicheres and over there it has to be a brand new klicheres. So here also it has to be a brand new klicheres. Great. How do I know over there that it has to be brand new klicheres? Because the Pasuk says, Al Mayim Chaim, because it says not just that you shakt into a klicheres, but you shakt into a klicheres that already contains Mayim Chaim. So Ma Mayim Chaim Shlo Nasa Ben Malacha, Av Kli Shlo Nasa Ben Malacha. Just like Mayim Chaim is something that no Malacha was was done with, that's what defines it as Chaim. That you never did Malacha with it, you never had had it gathered in a bucket and poured it anywhere. It's just, it's a flowing spring. So too the Kli that you use has to be a Kli that you didn't that you didn't do Malacha. With. So that's the Joshua by Mitzora. So from Mitzora we know because it says Mayim Chaim, and then we learn from Mitzora to Sota that by Sota also you need a Klicharas that no Malach was done with. Oh, how far are we going to take this comparison then between the Kli that's used by Mitzora and the Kli that's used by a Sota? Should we say that you need Mayim Chaim for the Sota also? I mean, both involve the Klicharas with some water in it, so maybe we should require Mayim Chaim by a Sota as well. So the Rabbi Shmuel Achinami says, According to Rabbi Shmuel, you do. Rabbi Shmuel holds that the Meikir is spring water. It's Mayim Chaim. So, uh, so it's spring water. And therefore, you do need it for a sota because by the sota we get the water from the Kiar. So it's exactly right. It does require Mayim Chaim. The Chum say no, Mishar That the Kiar water is just regular water. It's other water. If you want to put Mei Mikvah in the Kiar, that's fine also. Mei Mikvah means uh, water that's gathered, that's not moving. In Mikvahs, uh, the Mishnayis go through, I think it's six levels of mikvahs, of, uh, right at the beginning of Masech's mikvahs, six different levels of things that are metar, of types of, of bodies of water that are metar. So a mayan and a mikvah are very different from each other. First of all, a mayan doesn't require a forisa. Uh, a mayan is moving water, it's flowing water. A uh, mikvah is still water, it's water that's, uh, that's, that's sitting in one, in one spot, and it, and it does require a forisa. So, uh, so the chum say that you don't need mayim chayim, 
You don't need a mayan over here. The kior could even be shar memos. So ikal mifrach malad mitzora shekain tohn eats erez ve'ezov shnitolas. The Gemara says, but still, you want to say, okay, according to Rabbi Shmuel, we can derive everything about this klicheres from tzaras, from a mitzora. It says klicheres by mitzora. It says klicheres by sota. We'll derive everything. So mayim chayim by by mitzora. You'll need mayim chayim by sota. But how far are you going to take that? By mitzora, you need eats erez ezov shnitolas to sprinkle on the mitzora. You're going to need that by sota as well. And, and, and that we, whoever heard of that? That you don't have in any of the Mishnahs by Yisota, that you need eight Sarasays of Shnitolas. So Amarabah Amakra Bikli Kharas. Let's scratch that, Joshua. It's not about the uh, the learning from Mitzorah. Rather, he says, from the fact that it doesn't say It says It sounds like it's already talking and already mentioned this Kli somewhere else. So we're saying the same Kli that it mentioned somewhere else, meaning by Mitzorah, that's the Kli you're going to use. So it's not Stam that we learn everything from Mitzorah to uh, Sota. It's Dafka about the Kli because the Torah Dafka draws our attention in the same type of klicheres that we require elsewhere. Rav says this idea that you need a klicheres and that it could even be an old klicheres doesn't need to be brand new. The Rabbanon who hold that it could be an old klicheres doesn't need to be brand new. They they would even they would hold that it can't be blackened already from usage. Once it's blackened, it's going to be puzzled. Because it has to be similar to water. That's just like water has to be something that's lonishtana that hasn't changed. So to the kli has to be something that hasn't changed. Uh, this coloring hasn't changed from the uh, from 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 usage. What if it had blackened and then you put it back into the kiln and and, and it became like new again? Do we assume that once it's nidcha from usage, once it's already puzzled by becoming blackened, it's puzzled forever? This is the sugya of dichui that we have like in Masecha Sukkah, the primary sugya by Hadassim, that if Hadassim grow berries, so then it's nidr and sanav ruben mayolav, so then the Hadas is is nidche from being used. It's really a kachim sugi. It's mostly by karbanos, but the, for whatever reason, the main sugi in shas is really uh, is really a mesech sukkah. But by by karban, if it was nidche, do we say that once it's nidche, it's nidche? Kibin nidche nidche? Or do we assume that no, that it, that it could be uh, it could be chazavroi even though it was already nidche once? So here also, do we assume that once it's nidche, it's nidche? Or kibin the other other? Now that you made it brand new again, so it's good, it's brand new again. Tashmar, those are eight errors. That that were used to carry packages and therefore are all deformed are puzzle. But over there you can get them back into regular shape. Yeah, why should they be puzzle? No, you can't get them back into regular shape. They're entirely peeled off and they're no good anymore. So that's why they're nidcha. So we don't have a strong raya one way or the other over here. If you take the kli and reheat it in the furnace, whether it's going to be kosher or not. Tosas over here in Dibramachs Achmu raises the question why is it, uh, why does the Gemara raise this question over here, what the din is by something that was once Ra'i and then was uh, Nidche and then becomes Ra'i again. 
That's the sugya in Sukkah, and Gimel and Beis. Talks about a hadas that uh, that on Sukkot when Sukkot started was kosher, and then it grew a novim shkaros blackberries on Sukkot that made a puzzle, and then uh, you pull off those berries. It's a suffix, and it's near by the If it was near a vinidcha, it could be chosim nira. So that's the suffix of the Gemara. What does the Gemara have to bring it up again over here? So the Karanora suggests that over here it's not the same as the sugya in Sukkah. The sukkah the shaila is if the is like by Kachim or not. Over here, it's not about Dichoy, because this, this Kli is not a mitzvah. It's like a, it's a Hechsher to do the mitzvah in this Kli, but it's not a mitzvah itself. It's a Svarabi Alma, that once the Kli is Nidcha, that it should stay Nidcha. The Mitzvah Eisen suggests that by Sukkah, the Gemara was talking about also tomorrow Bahadas, and then it became black and Yantif, So that's not a dechia biyadaim. Over here, it's it's different because you're docha the kli biyadaim by using it over and over again till the point that it becomes black. So if that's the case, maybe it's worse from something that's nidcha memela because you dafka made it possible. So that's why maybe even if you uh, if you want to be makel over there, maybe there'll be more reason to be machmir over here. Okay, tomorrow we'll pick up the nichnas and continue in the procedure of gathering the dirt.